this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. podcast how are things going for you in your neck of the woods i hope things are going absolutely great for you before we dive into today's episode do me a favor head over to the website www.thehopnerd.com it is the home of this podcast and the hop nerd LLC. So I'm out there spending time with you folks, helping you bring human and organizational performance to life within your organization. If you would like some more information, if you would like to get some help along your hop journey, I would love, I would, in fact, I would be an, I would be honored. I would be honored to be a part of your hop journey. You can send me an email, thehopnerd at gmail.com. Today we have on the amazing Teresa Swinton and just one of my most favorite people in the entire world and all of the stuff that she's got going on over at Paradigm Human Performance and that whole group of folks over there just doing amazing, amazing work. So make sure that you check them out. It's ParadigmHP.com. There's a there's a Vegas class. There's a Vegas class that's coming up. So some of them are going to be in Vegas teaching a class on instant investigation. We touch on it just a little bit and make sure you check that out. If, if my calendar works out, I'm going to drive out there just to say, hey, just just to say, hey, I think it's just would be great to go out there and hang out for a few minutes. So you should definitely, definitely check that out. And let me forewarn you here that this podcast has had some technical difficulties. We were struggling. We were struggling <laughs> to make it happen on this one. The universe was conspiring against us. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to give you what I got. I've got a bunch of files from this one that kind of just didn't work. So I'm working on trying to figure that out. So there'll probably be a part two to this, but it's just this little snippet of this conversation. It's a small part of all of what we actually talked about. So I hope I can save them. Just throwing that out there, you're going to get about 15 minutes of our probably 30 to 45 minute long conversation, but it's a short 15 minutes chock full of some really, really good stuff. So here I am hanging out with Teresa Swinton. Let's dive right in. We start We start having a really great conversation. I get to the end and I'm like, by the way, I forgot to... Uh, <laughs> record any of that I'm, I'm, I'm really good at that by the way i've done that more than <laughs> more than a few the club. We're, we're, we're experts in error sam what can we say exactly so i, I guess we'll just I'll, I'll wing it i'll do the normal thing i'll wing it and i'll just uh i'll start and just for those folks out there as as few as they they might be that don't know you <laughs> could you could you give us a little introduction yes certainly i'm Teresa swinton um from the uk <laughs> And uh, I'm the founding director of Paradigm Human Performance, uh, which I have been running for um, just coming up for six years now. And um, we are an organization that delivers human and organizational performance solutions to organizations all over the world. Um, yeah, we're, we're growing quite quickly. And uh, yeah, that, that's who I am. And my, my job is my passion, is my hobby, it's my life, it's my baby. Um, so yeah, to totally wedded to the job, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, and, and as you say that, I was, it just kind of hit me, you know, I'm like, you don't see very many people in in this kind of 
I'll, I'll just call it hop, but you can throw safety differently, all the other kind of words that we have for it in there. You don't see too many people operating in this space that aren't extremely passionate about no. what it is that we we're we're blessed to get to do, right? You just don't see too many people that are just like, yeah, it's just I guess you don't find yeah. too many colors of, of that beige that kind of no. exists within our profession. Uh, right? No. You just don't. And and I think is because we've all we've all lived and breathed this stuff in the work environment and so right. we know the impact of it when it's done well, right? And yeah, 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 yeah we, we are we are passionate fools. We yeah. keep coming back exactly. for more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I share that with people. I'm like, you know, there's you, you kind of have this. Um, I, had, I had a mentor share this with me when I first started in the safety profession, kind of safety proper, you know. Yeah. And I've kind of carried this with me. And it's so true, no matter where you find yourself, even evolving kind of more into this direction, you know. And the, the statement was, is that, that there are days when you're going to scream at yourself, I can't, they'll never pay me enough to do this job. And there are other days when they say, you tell yourself, you know, your little pep talks, you'll say, I can't believe people pay me to do this. This is amazing. This is, this is amazing. Yeah. There yeah. doesn't seem to be much of an in-between. Uh, well, no, <laughs> but I have to say, passion. when you're doing what we're doing now, uh, there's more of the latter that, absolutely. Than, than, the, than the former, I have to say. So, yeah, it's a, it's a privilege. It absolutely is a real privilege, privilege to, to do what we do and to, you know, get the trust of, the clients that we work for and their people. It's yeah. a huge thing when you think about it. Um, to to get to see just, those results and feel, you know, and you, they you tell you so much, yeah. you know, you, you feel those That's results what. with those organizations, right? And with those people, when you're talking to folks and like things feel different, things, yeah. I don't know what it is, but things just feel different in a good way, in a good way. Things, things yeah. feel different. And that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, you see those light bulb moments going off everywhere, and it's like, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I've made a difference today. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad today. I've made a difference out there, <laughs> right. and that's that's a really great feeling when you go home at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So speaking of paradigm, I've seen you guys are going to be in Las Vegas, right? I know, I know. Yeah, we're delivering a. a it's our first open. Um, training course. Um, am I allowed to do a little plug? It'll probably you probably absolutely. I'm, I'm plugging it for you. If if you live anywhere near oh, Vegas, or, or, listen, listen. And if you live anywhere in the United States, it's a short flight to Vegas, <laughs> and it's a wonderful <laughs> place to visit. I will say though, if yeah. you're going to Vegas, just be cautious because Vegas is designed to extract as much cash out of you as possible. <laughs> so yeah. go to the class, not so much to the casino. <laughs> absolutely. And my job is to make sure that the classes are so fun and exciting that you just don't want to leave and go and spend your money um, there you go. on a yeah. slot machine. Chief, so, chief yeah. fun so, yeah, officer. We're, we're out there in, in October. We're delivering a three-day um, incident investigation training course. So it's about... You know, if it's organized, if your organization is still stuck in the old name, blame, shame, retrain type of cycle when it comes to yeah. incident investigations, uh, and you want to learn how to get out of that cycle and, and into something a bit more learny, let's say, yeah. Um, yeah. there's a technical word for you. Um, this is the course for you, definitely. Nice. Thank yeah, you absolutely. for that. Sir. No, absolutely. So, what I was going to uh, kind of go down this path, um, we're, as we kind of start talking human and organizational performance stuff, um, as you're kind of wandering around, right? And I was just thinking about this question the other day and I thought, who better to ask, right? So as you're kind of wandering around and you're spending time with organizations or you're teaching these classes and you're spending time with these folks, what would you say is the most maybe misunderstood or misunderstood things 
about human and organizational performance that you see organizations maybe misunderstand or misapply kind of as they start on this journey? What are some of those kind of air trap moments that organizations can watch out for? Because I know, I know as I started down this path uh, early on that you kind of find those on your own. You're like, oh, that's probably not the, there's a better way to do that. <laughs> what would you, what would you say oh, some yeah. of those things are, some of those lessons that you could share with folks out there that may be just starting kind of down this path or maybe yeah. they're stuck somewhere along the path? Yes. So I guess um, there's a couple of areas that I would um, think about. So the first one is organizations that hear about error reduction tools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they think they start to think that that's what human performance is all about. It's about giving workers error reduction tools um, so that they can avoid making errors in the workplace. And so employers will start their hop journey there. Uh, And unfortunately, what happens is if they haven't understood what human and organizational performance really is about, i.e. they've not had that deep dive into the five principles, Mm -hmm. and they're not really understanding that organizational context and values drives behaviors, then you're not fixing the source of the problem. So you give your people error reduction tools, they go out and use them, but hey, guess what? We're not fixing the organizational weaknesses and the latent conditions. Therefore, our workers have to continue to use error reduction tools. But guess what? Humans are fallible and the best people make mistakes. So, And then, then what I've seen is we get into this downward spiral of now we're not punishing people for making errors, but we're punishing them for not using an error reduction tool. Right, so, right. So you, oh, you, you, you highlight a couple of things there that are super near and dear to my heart because I, I know um, I've seen things very similar with that, that uh, especially so a lot of my background being mostly in utility and uh, transmission and distribution kind of space. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure what you've seen, but I, I know the utilities were very quick, uh, especially in the nuclear side, very quick early on to adopt this kind of air reduction tool. You know, in their words, HP toolbox kind of kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and so I guess from where I, what I've seen is it's like the tools are highly visible, right? It's the thing that we can see. We can put it on a card. We can throw it out there. We can tell people, like, just do things differently. And you, you, you do things differently and everything will be fine. And they're weaponized, right? They're weaponized very quickly yeah. because then when, yeah. when they see when something eventually does happen, because to your point, it's going to, right? It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, they're like, well, why? you should have, you should have used that, that HP tool harder. You should, you should have you used that hard. Touch <laughs> right. if, if, if you would, if you would have done a better two minute drill, everything yeah. would have been, been fine there. Right. And it was so your to, check. Right. And, right. And, uh, and, you know, I, and, and, and I think that, you know, personally, um, I find me, most tools, most tools pretty benign, right? They're, they're, they're just tools. Yeah. They're just tools. Yeah. Uh, and to your point, if you're not starting with the right foundational bits to understand that those tools are going to let you down, they're they're super helpful. Like HP tools can be super helpful, right? A, a, a peer yeah. check is a super helpful thing, just as an example. Okay. But understanding that you can't rely on it as like the thing, like it's not the, the thing. thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's where I, I love this reduction piece, because for so many to- for so long, um, I know many organizations have called them error prevention tools. Prevention, it's like, wait yeah. a second. Yeah, wait, wait a second. You Can, can yeah. you reduce your errors? For sure. Like, that's that's probably true, right? Are they helpful things? Right, sure, when starting from the right place. But are they going to stop you from having errors? Completely, perfect. never, right? <laughs> never. 
I, for me, your error reduction tool is like the it's like the PPE of yeah. risk management, isn't it? Yeah. It's the last line of defense. It's a great way to put it, yeah. And it's the thing that you go to when everything else is rocking, everything yeah. else is in place, everything else is right, and then all you're really trying to do with the error reduction tool is to bring the worker maybe out of skill up into rule banking or system one into system two thinking. So right. Error reduction tools are, are really nothing more than a tool that's designed to slow us down and yeah. make us go, oh, hang on a minute, what's changed? You know, what do I need to do differently? Have Has my environment changed? Have the conditions changed? Right. Uh, and that thought process of what am I expecting to happen when I turn this valve or, you know, right. pull this yeah. lever? But that's it. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah. so many of our organizations are, they don't want our workers to slow down. In fact, they want them to speed up. Yeah. So then then you go, well, error reduction tool is going to do the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, as you said, to, to your point about the, the my experience with the nuclear industry as well, where human performance was just use the error, as you said, they were prevention, error prevention tool, and then put leaders in the field to make sure people are using the error prevention tools. And it was like, wow, there is so much yeah. more to this than just that. Right, right. And, and that's where, because I know I get that question a lot. Well, if, if we go down this, this hop kind of journey, does that mean we've got to let go of all our kind of more traditional HPI stuff, right? When we're talking this, this reduction, I'm like, no, like you don't have to let go of those tools if they're valuable to you. If, if anything that's valuable to you, I'm a big fan of if it works, it works, right? As long as it's based in the principles, right? As long as it's based on good principles, good assumptions, as long as it works, if it's working for you, who am I to tell you to stop doing something that's working great for you? That seems kind of dumb, yeah. right? I'm not going to be like, no, definitely stop doing, <laughs> doing, doing, that, doing that. Don't you dare do that value-added stuff. If it's working well for you and it's not harmful, I mean, well, I think you could probably yeah. be okay to, to keep on keeping on there. I think you're, think you're okay. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I think the other area really is, you know, just going back to that leaders in the field piece. So... Mm. Uh, I I do understand the the value of uh, operational leaders or all leaders spending time in the field, whatever your particular field looks like, uh, and I, I think that is it's really important not just mm. for the leader themselves to go and learn about you know the difference between what we think work is being done like and and what's really happening, um, but also for the workers because. I, I always reflect with my clients and say, look, you know, think back to a time when you had an opportunity to spend time with your line manager. Uh, you know, maybe it was on a car journey somewhere. Maybe you were at a conference together and you just had that one-on-one -on -one time where you could really start to understand what made them tick uh, and what are the things that they're looking for and really how to communicate with them. Mm. Every time a leader goes out into the field that's the gift that they're giving to the worker and, and so even if you know even if and preferably they're not going out there with a you know a, a checkbox and ticking boxes of your, your fire extinguishers in day are you, are you wearing your goggles all these kind of things hopefully they're not just doing that yeah. you know but almost like just take the clipboards and the pens away go out there and speak to people like they're humans <laughs> yeah. 
How are you doing? Are you having a good day? Have the kids gone back to school this week? Mm. You know, whatever it is, and start your conversation there. Well, what did you think about it? I know it wasn't all of it. It sucks. I'm sorry. And I, I, I apologize, Teresa. I've, I'm trying to save them. I apologize to everyone out there. I'm trying to save them. Something was going on with our call, our connectivity. We were like dropping on, dropping off, getting back on, dropping off, getting back on. And somewhere in that process, some of those files got all kind of wonky and screwy. And so everyone cross, fingers crossed, everyone cross your fingers with me. Everybody get on the same wavelength and let's hope that I can somehow recover these. And if I do, I will share them as another podcast. And if I can't, guess what? We got to do this again. And I'm pumped for that. I, I, I'm absolutely pumped for that. As I said, Teresa is one of my most favoritist, favoritist people in the world. And I, I just absolutely love what they're doing over at Paradigm. So make sure you go over and you check them out. Make sure you follow those folks over on LinkedIn, get into contact with them and head over to the website, head over to my website, www.thehopnerd.com. Again, home of the podcast and the Hop Nerd LLC. I would love to be a part of your human and organizational performance journey as well. Until next time, that is all I've got. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.